My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip. Lots of things to talk about. Uh, Spike and Joe will be here a little later. Yeah. Also, uh, a really incredible musician who did a twisted tune for us early this year. Uh, his name is Rick Lavervich, and he's in a band called Apple Jam. Uh, oh, I've, I've, uh, why, have I, why have I heard of that? It's one of the leading Beatles oh, that's why. tribute yeah. bands, not just around here, in the world. Yeah, I've got a buddy who's in a tribute band for the Beatles, and he I, that's where I've heard it. Yeah, they're like they're like the best. Yeah. So anyway, he'll be here. There's a there's a big convention this weekend that's... And I, I can't believe they're doing this during the pandemic. It's Fab <laughs> Four Con Jam. Oh, man. It's a convention for Beatle fans... But it takes place online. Oh, that's cool. that's kind of cool. This yeah. is not and a spreader event. Apple Jam is live from the Kirkland Performing Arts Center. And then there's people performing from, you know, Japan, Liverpool. Uh, they're going to have all the, uh, a bunch of people that were on the rooftop when the Beatles. No. Yes. When the Beatles, like, played that concert on the rooftop to talk about. It. Anyways, a lot of good stuff. He'll tell you about that. Meantime, what's new with you folks? Ed, how about you? <laughs> Um, I, I just had to sever a left arm. I had a rotary pot uh, mixer that uh, somebody offered me, <laughs> made me an offer I couldn't refuse. Okay, to people who don't know what sorry, I'm so sorry, sever a, mixer. a left <laughs> arm. You know, no, we, we need a sounder for when we launch into <laughs> trade our, talk. Arcane, yeah. yes, yeah. arcade. Sorry. It, um, was, it was a stereo, it was a fancy stereo. stereo. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You have, you got rid of an old piece of equipment? <laughs> I uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. And it hurts you to get rid of it. it had well, I just uh, I'm I'm nostalgic because I learned on the that sort of gear. I learned to be a baby DJ on that sort. Of oh, oh, you so you did you sell it? Trash it? Goodwill? No, sold sold it. Sold it to out of state, yeah. So you voluntarily did something and and it's still hurting. Well, I forgot that I listed it. <laughs> That's how long it was on there. Okay. Yeah, it was out. It was on a few months. So it's a radio board. Yeah, it's a broadcast board. My. Was it mm. that uh, the one that's got the toggle switches and a rotary pot? Right? Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm AB built for cart machines. Okay. Yes. Uh, for those of you tuning in for the first time, <laughs> rotary pot is really good pot. You'll be quizzed on potentiometer. It's at your local dispensary. Just pull up and ask for the rotary pot. Hey, man, roll up some of that rotary pot you got, man. No, man, I can't roll up that rotary pot. Nobody we are lost. Face it, Bob. Come on, man. Wait a minute. We don't know what that We're shit cold. is, man. By the way, you guys ever consider there's an audience that doesn't know all our inside stuff? <laughs> yeah, I know. So a rotary pot for anybody who wants to know. Yes. Not that I wanted to tell you. <laughs> Sorry. It's Well, it's uh, when you used to turn up a volume control and it was round, yeah. that was a rotary that's what rotary means, and um, very much like the old telephone yes. that your great-grandma and great-grandpa used to dial with a finger, and it would go, <laughs> and that's a rotary phone. So, okay. Uh, anyway, you got rid of an old, I, that's good. I, I, look, I'm, I'm a believer in yes. getting rid of yes. old junk that you don't need, no matter what. Like, for example, yes. if you're uh, 25 years old, Mm-hmm. And you have last year's Xbox. <laughs> Get rid of that. <laughs> yes. You see how I went young there? 
You know, I but was, you got to cool. give Ed props for you know finding someone who finds it useful as opposed to just scrapping it and then yeah. throwing it in the landfill. And, and that, truthful, you know what I mean? That's hard truth, to do. Did you? Yeah, tr- it, it was listed for how long? Like ten years, and then someone no. Called you. The last time that we were talking on the phone, you said to me, you know, you really ought to just doff that that vintage stuff because it's just a boat anchor and it's taking up space. And I went, you know what? I don't usually respect what Bob has to say. <laughs> Get in line. <laughs> but this particular time, I took it to heart, so I threw it on Facebook Marketplace or something, and, and then somebody just contacted me. Yeah. So, Here's go. the thing about that kind of old stuff. Mm-hmm. It'll break down. It'll mm-hmm. need service. I had a classic mm-hmm. car once. I had a 47 Ford because oh, I loved geez. the way it looked. Looked, yeah. At the uh, salvage yard where mm-hmm. the guy had fixed it up and gotten it. And I was like, this is awesome. I want it. And it was like, how much, how much is it going to cost? And it was five grand. Mm-hmm. And I was like, five grand to be that cool, to have people point at you and go, wow, he's a gangster. <laughs> and and so, and my wife was like, it's a headache, you don't want it. And she, you know, she poo-poos everything, everything I love. Pretty much, yeah. She's a, a utilitarian. She yes. Is. Sure. I, and I've never seen her in that church, but I'm sure <laughs> she can. <laughs> Are you utilitarian? Yeah. I thought you was Presbyterian. They're not the ones that go on bicycles and ring your doorbell on Saturday. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. But anyway, so uh, they must use ATVs, the utilitarians. <laughs> no, they got a separate phone company all their own. <laughs> so anyway, so I bought the 47 Ford and it was extremely cool. And on day two. It broke. It wouldn't start. No, it yeah. didn't break. Oh, so it was did it what six, it was supposed to do, which was volt. be an old, unreliable car. That's what it was. <laughs> this has given rise to a move called Resto Mods, where they look like old on the outside, and yeah. all the underpinnings are new. I learned all of this because I brought it to a guy, and he was like, well, you want it to be all original, right? And I went, no, I just want people to think I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> And I just want to get in and turn the key and have it start. And he goes, well, how much do you know about cars? And I was like, nothing. He was like, why did you buy this then? This is is for people who like to tinker with cars. And I was like, no, I like to be admired uh, and, and present an air of being cool. Yeah. So long story short, the two happiest days in an antique car buyer's life. Mm Mm-hmm. Are the same as the two happiest days in a, in boat a boater's life. life. Yes, the day you buy it, <laughs> I, and the day you sell day it you for sell. less than you paid for it. <laughs> of course, <laughs> and then we all. Anyway, uh, so the, anyway, I'm glad you got rid of that. Uh, the more old stuff you get rid of, the the more new stuff from Amazon and fresh Amazon boxes. <laughs> I've had you about have room for eight of those. Is, this isn't week it alone. ironic though that you know with all this old amp stuff that I used to have with the giant heat sinks in it and everything yes. else mm-hmm. and hundred pounds a piece that you buy now you spend top dollar to get the emulation of that sound yeah. digitally yeah. recreated. Oh, yeah. It's kind of crazy. well, and it's also better. It's more reliable. It uses less electricity. Yeah, until you move it to Texas and they take out the grid. <laughs> Let's talk about that. All right. That is big news. I got a weird text from my right wing friend today. (laughs) Something about how he'd seen on TV that that Texans, I guess, something froze 
and they oh wind yeah. turbines froze yes, or something yes. solid yeah and they had to pour antifreeze on him and he said <laughs> and he was laughing at the green energy people pouring antifreeze into the ground which ethyl, i think was fair ethyl glycol yeah it's not yeah. good for the birds uh but uh but this is this is so funny because he saw it as an opportunity of course to poke fun at people who are trying to stop global warming Mm-hmm. Or global freezing, depending on who you talk to. That's why they changed the brand to climate change. <laughs> That's right, because nobody it, could get the theory. It, it's not actually. It seas warm and create weather havoc. Right. So there's a big uh, interview with, well, there's a bunch of them with Bill Gates. He's hitting the media hard. He's got a new book about global warming. Have you seen his book? Why, why I Don't Divorce Melinda? <laughs> no? I'm sorry. <laughs> that's not the book he's a word that appreciated he, he, it. he's, he's happily in, they're happily in love i know I'm oh just, okay just making fun of the money that's what i do oh <laughs> how liberal of you so um <laughs> bill gates's Good. new book uh let's see where is it how to avoid climate disaster yeah and look this guy is re- i don't buy anybody's like everything's a narrative of course, yes, and I'm you know I'm not a scientist, no, but I I kind of agree usually with four out of five dentists. <laughs> so you chew sugarless gum, yeah, for the patients. So that four out of five scientists say use sugarless gum. Then uh-huh. I, you know I'm fairly convinced. I, I haven't looked at the research. I'll bet you that was even fudged. I don't know. It was I a commercial. Paid, I think they paid the dentist. I really do. All right, we'll get to we'll get to your conspiracy theories in a moment. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bill Gates' book, "How to Avoid a Climate Disaster," is a big deal right now. And if you're a climate disaster doubter, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to see your books on the subject, <laughs> if yeah. you have some. Mm-hmm. But uh, generally speaking, climate's pretty important. Not to me. Not to Zip. Not to Ed, because we'll be, oh, what rhymes with Ed? Hang on, um, let me think about it. <laughs> Toast. We'll be toast. It, it, so, and this is the thing about human beings. There's, most of us are pretty selfish. We think about us. Self-preservation. Yeah, and it's instinctive uh, to try and survive. But society and civilization is supposed to think about all of humanity and, you know, the soul and the, the fact that we're sentient beings who love our families and, and theoretically, you know, believe in some good spiritual things like all men are created in different tax brackets. I'm sorry, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the script, Bob. Yeah, it's, not, it's something like that. And that, uh, you know, they're uh, given inalienable cards that say what they can get into and what they can't get into. No, that's not it. No. <laughs> I only wish I hadn't used that word inalienable. God, that's so hard to say. So, uh, anyway, the book, uh, Bill Gates wrote a book called The Road Ahead back in 1995. And it was about how the internet was going to change the world. And I remember reading that book. At the time, and yeah. it was out there far out. Yeah. He basically said, pretty soon, long distance phone calls kind of won't exist. He said that, like, you could call people around the country 
and it's not going to be long distance. And I was like, come on. <laughs> Fire out, man. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, what happens with the internet, his premise was communication, which we have been used to paying by the mile and by the minute, is mm -hmm. going to become essentially free. And I went, come on. And, and, and he said things like the, um, I, I can't, I, I don't have the bullet points in front of me now, but basically he knew what the internet would do. Yeah, he was Nostradamus of his day. Absolutely. And so yeah. when this guy says, uh, we're in big trouble with the climate, right. he didn't get it from a meme. It wasn't, ver it wasn't verbatim from somebody across the fence, yeah. yeah. Now, do I know, and, and by the way, he's a technologist, a business leader, and a philanthropist, yeah. and he Huge. has, if you don't know anything about Bill Gates, if you think he's trying to put bots in your body using uh, redundant DNA or whatever they call it, yeah. recumbent DNA. No, that's the bicycle that I exercise. <laughs> in Canada, it's DNA. Yeah, DNA. <laughs> anyway, if you think he's a bad guy, you don't know anything about him. He's a brilliant guy who thinks about human beings a lot. Mm -hmm. And he believes genuinely, if you catch some interviews with him, that this is a huge, huge problem we have right now. Yeah. And he's given away, he was the richest guy in the world for a while. Yep. He quit so he could devote the rest of his life to philanthropy. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, right? Right. He's he's all about curing polio. He's mm -hmm. basically trying to stop malaria from killing millions of kids right. while we worry about how many Facebook likes we got. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of puts it into sharp contrast. So yeah. anyway, I, I, I like I'm going to get the book. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll be able to understand his book better than I'd understand the science. Yeah. Uh, but you know, this is, this gets to what's the problem of the world faces right now, which is that we don't, and you zip, you bring this up all the time. We don't agree on what facts are. Yes. <laughs> An alternate set of facts. Yeah. Again, I, I, and that's, I think, you know, obviously with, with the most recent administration, it's boy talking about bringing that into sharp focus yeah lack what was the most recent lesson. administration i have a really short attention span Can you? <laughs> well i just think the best thing i was by the way the, think that even thinking about that is a waste of time he was without a doubt the most prolific social media influencer of yes. our time without sure. a doubt that's his real claim to fame as far as i'm concerned okay but back to uh that, yes, and thanks yeah, for those sorry, great man. ideas on what to do about this i appreciate it <laughs> No, no, I but, agree. But we don't I agree. agree on, like, let me give you an example. I um, I can't believe I saw this yesterday, and I, I saved it so I could talk to you guys about it. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Oh, shoot. Uh, I saved hey, Bob, a link, and it wants me to sign in. I uh, hate it. Can, you can't save Lincoln, man. He's dead. By the way, when you're through, when you're through reading that book, you know, from that yeah. guy, Bill Gates, the risk guy, do me a favor and uh, save me the spliffs notes, okay? Okay, the spliffs <laughs> notes, I will. Yeah, yeah. The I don't feel like notes. reading the whole thing. Okay, I lost the... Uh, the link doesn't work because it's sending me to a Russian page now. <laughs> no idea why. Is it really? But, but, but what it was, and it's on Quora. Uh-huh. And, and, and which is like Medium and Quora are websites where anybody can post anything they want, right? right. Um, anybody can be an author. This was uh, a group that believes that the lunar landing was faked. 
and man never set foot on the moon. Yeah, the flat earthers in outer space. Now listen, and and, and here's the here's the ironic thing about you belittling that. Uh-huh. You're belittling it without any facts. You haven't even listened to the that, evidence. You're no, much that, like that, a Republican at an impeachment is, trial. That is not true. <laughs> I have investigated this because I thought that they had a plausible angle until I read the, the, the reason that the stars aren't visible in the background is because the aperture of the cameras won't allow for that outside light. Okay. When it's fo- okay. I, 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 when I'm wrong, I change the subject. So let's oh. move on. <laughs> What? Tell you. That's my wife. Ah, Lisa. When he's wrong, I tell him. That's Lisa. That's she walked God, in uh, just at the. Uh, I left lights on in the barn, so I, I, you guys, I'll be back in fifteen minutes. No. Okay. Great. I'll have to set them up. Okay. We we do have a guest now, um, and, and after after he visits with us, I want to uh, pursue why man didn't land on the moon. But let's bring a Rick Lovervich in. Rick. I told you a little bit about him. Yes, you did. Rick is with a band called Apple Jam, which is perhaps the best Beatles tribute band in the world. Wow. Now, you guys have heard him on Twisted Tunes. You Gotta Wash Your Hands. Remember that one? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, the um, Beatles stuff was always killer. Have you ever heard them do the Beatles? Probably not. Um, no, I've heard 1964 in Atlanta at 96 Olympics. Uh, I've seen a lot of them, but I don't. I don't believe I've seen. Rick. All right, let's I'm, let's end that drought right now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> here's Apple Jam. Everything you are 
I dig a pony. And I dig Ample Jam. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us now is Rick Lovrovich in the greatest Beatles tribute band in the history of the planet. The only band better, and arguably, maybe, maybe not, was the actual Beatles. Well, thank you, Bob. That was a very nice, <laughs> very nice uh, intro. But unfortunately, that's not me singing. Oh, I know that's not you singing. No. But that's, but that's, your, that's your band. We're going to play. Don't worry. Yeah. Oh. oh yeah, we're gonna play your vocals. We got okay. You. I just I, I okay. I didn't so, want to misrepresent there. No, no, no. But this is Apple Jam, and that's from a rehearsal. By the way, folks, Come like on. when we make our twisty tunes, mm-hmm. we we massage every note and we mix within an inch of our lives. Add in all that treacle. Yeah, we add all that stuff, all the <laughs> digital delay and the doubling. Give yeah. me some more doubling, would you? Yeah. But when uh, but that is Apple Jam at a live rehearsal at the Kirkland Jeez. Performing Arts Center. That's them playing live. Wow. Now what do you think? Uh, you shut up, Rick. I'm going to let you, these guys gush on you for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I mean, I was literally just shutting my eyes, and I don't know about you, Zip, but... Yeah. Uh, oh, it's amazing. I, do you oh, play yeah. left-handed, Zip? Because <laughs> I'm listening oh, to that man. soft, pillowy bass, and I, and I know it's a Ludwig kid. Well, who played the bass, Rick Lavovich? Uh Keith Lowe. No, I was actually meaning bass, I mean bass drum. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. wait a minute. Oh, that's drum. that's not you, Rick. No, no, I'm playing guitar on this uh, this gig. Did you do anything at this at this session? <laughs> <laughs> I yes, I did. I played guitar and I played uh, lap steel guitar and I played piano. Lap steel, oh, nice. but I didn't play bass. I know. Uh, you guys, this guy Rick uh, Rick Lubrovich. Yeah, very um, little, huh? He's so big. He's got a mansion in Seattle, and he's mm. got a castle down in um, Palm Springs, where he Which is right now. He spends. Brings, yes, bring, brings up a question I, I was meaning to ask Bob, not to interrupt. But uh, Rick, did, did you get anything from Ringo's auction? <laughs> no. no, no, of course not. Okay, no. just wondering because there's some, yeah. you know, Ludwig kit number one or something. His his kit. Went I up for sale. I thought, how can you part one, I've got them? a kit like that, but no, I didn't get any Ringo stuff. I was kind of exaggerating about his wealth. Absolutely. Okay, because <laughs> okay, I believe very you. Modest, I, very I modest. I <laughs> nutty to believe me. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Rick, Rick, though, you are in Palm Springs for the winter. Is that right? Yeah, well, just until April. Until April. Okay. So I guess that is the winter. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, it's so warm down here, I don't even think about it being winter. I know... I. Uh, but back in Seattle, it's just, it's, it had, they had, uh, uh, 18 inches of snow. Yeah. yeah. You got out of there before the worst snowstorm in the history of Seattle. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, terrible. Okay. So, uh, let's tell people what this is about. Cause we are plugging an event. Uh, you're all stuck inside, uh, if you're being responsible and you're old like us <laughs> and, uh, during the pandemic. But, uh, this weekend is a Beatles convention virtually online. It's called Fab Four Con Jam. Uh, one more word than I think they needed, just Fab Four Con. <laughs> I hear you. I know. I, I try to do. I I try to uh, introduce that uh, in the live setting, and uh, I got, got tongue tied. Yeah. Couldn't so do it. it's Comic Con. They couldn't call it Beetle Con because the <laughs> insect people would be there. And they would think. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Uh, well, you can't do anything with the word beetle, right? Ah, that's a good question. I don't think you can. No, I don't think you can. Okay. Like when you call it apple jam, that's, uh, do you ever get any confusion with that or that's 
everybody. No, in, yeah. no, not at all. In fact, uh, we we took that from a George Harrison uh, song off of All Things Must Pass. Mm. He did a little jam session on that record, and he called it Apple Jam. So we thought, oh, that's a good name. Yeah, that's a great name, we especially it's thing. not trademarked or copyrighted. Well, General no. Mills tried to come after them, but, you know. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Apple Jacks. <laughs> so um, just for these guys who don't know you, can you tell us, Rick, how and when you decided that Beatles music was so good that you as a musician were going to... I don't want to say dedicate your life to it because you've That's done other things, true. but but it became more than just you became more than a fan or even a cover band. It became a massive passion of yours. Can you tell us how and why? Yeah, it's like, that's a good question. Um, no one's ever asked me that. Um, the first time I was aware of the Beatles, I was probably three or four years old. I remember hearing them on the radio. And what can dad, you tell us? What this radio medium uh, <laughs> is? This wonderful, wonderful device yeah. that you can hear music yeah. and you people talking. Right. And you how can much turn did it off. How much did it cost a month? Is it cheaper it than Spotify? It was. Yeah, it was amazing. Okay. Well, anyways, we were. My dad and I were listening to it. It was Ticket to Ride, and oh. um, he asked me, "Well, who's singing that? Is that John or Paul?" I didn't even know who John and Paul were, but I knew who was singing. <laughs> Yeah. I knew that John was singing the lead and Paul was singing the, the harmony. How I knew that, I couldn't tell you. Wow. But that was my first uh, thing about the, and I just absolutely loved their songs. Did you have an instrument then? Were you a musician? No, no. I, you, know, you know what? I did get an instrument for Christmas that year, a little tiny plastic guitar. And my, uh, my f parents would take me around to old people's homes with my brother. I had a twin brother. Oh, cool. And we would pretend to play the guitars and sing songs for the old people. Mm. And, of course, we did Beatles songs, but because that's the only thing we ever listened to. Back then, the Beatles came on every 10 minutes on the radio because they did this thing no other band has ever done. They basically, when they would put out an album, every single freaking song on it was a hit. <laughs> Amazing, yes. yeah. yeah. I mean, yep. there wasn't a bad song ever. Uh, unless you... Uh, Unless you include Revolution number nine. <laughs> number nine? <laughs> yeah. Number, number nine. nine. All right, fair enough. And then you started to play music, so of course you would play the Beatles. That's exactly right. I mean, it, it's, if you want to pick up an instrument, play something that you're going to want to hear, right. that you like. That's the way you'll keep you interested. So that's and all I did is I played Beatles songs. That's, that's, that's all I thought was worth trying to learn. And I've known know you for terrible. about 30 years. Would you say that we're coming up on our 30th anniversary? Of what? Of you and I knowing each other. Uh, yeah, isn't that something? No, no, yeah. it's, it's, cra it's crazy. And in that time, you were always good. You were always great. But lately, like in the last 15 years, you seem to know every little nuance of every single part that's played on a Beatles song. You know what? You, uh, Mark... Uh, What's his name? Mark uh, Hudson. Mark from the Hudson Brothers. Yes. Labeled us B-tards. B-tards? <laughs> yeah, he called us B-tards. <laughs> oh, that's so woke. <laughs> I know, yeah. I know. <laughs> and Mark, didn't Mark work with uh, Steven Tyler and Aerosmith on some he stuff? He worked with Ringo. 
And Ringo, t- oh, oh wow. yeah, he, oh, yeah, he definitely he worked with Ringo. Yeah, so yeah, he did work with the Aerosmiths. Yeah, so he's worked with a lot of people, and he's like a co-songwriter, right, or band yeah, arranger of, of, of the Aerosmith songs. Yeah. Oh man, and everybody robs from the Beatles because the yeah. Beatles had the most cleverly arranged hit records in the history of hit records. I think, oh, yeah. I would say. Can you tell us uh, just for another uh, wild trivia fact? What's the strangest thing you ever found out about a Beatles record? How it was recorded wow. or Strangest. some strange instrument or a strange guest on the song? Wow, that's a really interesting question. I wish you would have prepared me for it. I could have no, thought I, about it. So. <laughs> uh, we have a rule on the show. If we make each other squirm, <laughs> it's dramatic for everybody who's listening. <laughs> Most interesting thing about a Beatles song, like like for example, I found out on the song "Birthday" that it was a guitar going through a Leslie amplifier that right. made it sound sort of half like an organ and half like a guitar. No, no it was a piano. It was a see. All right, see, yeah. I stand completely wrong and correct. And, and who was singing <laughs> in the back? Who was singing the background vocal? Oh, that I know because it was Yoko and uh, no, Patty no. Harrison on the wrong birthday. Again. Wrong again. You're right. I'm sorry. Uh, You're right. It was I'm right about that one because you know why? You're right. You told me that. (laughs) (laughs) For crying out loud. Yeah, I keep going. Sorry about that. So, all right. So, give me something. Now that you know what I'm talking about, give me something like that that we don't know. Like, while my guitar gently weeps, weeps, everybody knows that it's probably Eric Clapton playing the guitar, right? Um, Let's see. That's a very good question. Gee. I'll call you back next week. Yeah, exactly. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, I no, no, I it's okay. Something off the top of my head. I, you know, I the, the the weird thing is that I don't think anything is that weird about any recording about the Beatles because it's they're so freaking unique. Yeah. That it, nothing surprises me. Breaking ground. When yeah, they absolutely. when they recorded their vocals, did they sing into one microphone or was Depends that just what hear you're talking about? Right. In the early years, yeah, they sing into one. I microphone. Want, I'm talking April sixth. <laughs> um, yeah, they used they used the 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 eighty um, excuse me the figure eight mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, and and you uh, you play the Rickenbacker when you play bass. Uh, mostly, I play the Hoffner. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, the Hoffner. That's, excuse that's me. That's what he had slung backwards. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. So again, they were known for different instruments, but it was at different times in their career. I know, and that's that, that's an interesting thing is that um, we 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 put the Beatles' instrumentations, there, all the instruments that they use, as up on the pedestal of like some you know. Of course, they're going to use the best uh, instruments because they're the Beatles. Right? No, it didn't work out that way. They just used the instruments that were around at the time. Right. Speaking of that, how did they get all those synthesizers to sound just like an orchestra back before those synthesizers were invented? That's a great question. How did they do it? I don't know. Right. Um, magic, Fab, Beatle magic. Fab Four Con Jam is this weekend. If you're interested in it, it's Fab the Number Four Con, as in Comic-Con, Jam. Fab4ConJam.com. I want to play another song. I want to make sure this is one of the ones... You sang the lead vocal on it. Uh, did you, you have sing? To play the whole thing? Of course I am. Oh, okay. You got somewhere to be? <laughs> We're no, on the station it's, now. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> um, I just don't want the people to be disappointed. <laughs> disappointed and bored, yes. He's so humble, by the way. <laughs> then bring out Yoko. I'm kidding. Oh. So, oh, uh, she, uh, Yoko's here. She's here in Palm Springs. <laughs> yeah. She's in the back. Do you sing uh, Don't Let Me Down? 
I do. How about I dig a pony? No, that's Jacale. Okay, that's Jacale. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Let's do. Uh, Don't let me down, ladies and gentlemen. Rick Lavrovich. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> I know Rick, he's like, oh, it wasn't that good. Oh, you're absolutely right. I'm listening. It's the first time I heard it. I'm listening going, I, I can't believe all these mistakes that we were making. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> did you, kid, did man. you have, Rick, did you happen to catch Paul's, uh, Sir Paul, pardon me, his uh, last tour? Uh, no, not the last tour. I think the last time I saw him was in 2005, actually. 
Every time he came to Cut Town, I was always working, so I never got a chance to see him. He's still playing his original Hofner bass. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. And there's times when he'll throw it to his uh, tech on stage. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying it's the original pick guard. I'm just saying that, you know. But but if the tech drops it, that tech is actually... He's put to death. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and he it's also it's, pulled in, it's insured for five times the value. <laughs> right. Oh, look who's here! All <laughs> cheap ass. That's why. <laughs> go ahead, drop it. Go, go. Here, oh, is that some butter? Is that, is that Spike? Popcorn. That's Spike. Yeah, Spike is here. Love revenge. Spike, you savage, how are you? Talented bastard. I'm wealthy. <laughs> well, good, good to hear you, man. I God, I miss I miss hearing you play. I miss hearing you perform. Right back that at was, you, bro. Well, well, Spike, uh, you, all you have to do is go to Fab4, the number four, Fab4Conjam.com, and they'll be doing a live concert this weekend. I think you guys are on Sunday night. Uh, there's also original recounting of the rooftop concert with the Beatles. Uh, as I guess it's going to be narrated by Alan Parsons, who was an engineer at the time, and he was on the rooftop yeah. the day they played, right? Yep, yep. And uh, I think Apple's John wore his fur coat, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I believe <laughs> Alan pulling, fur pulling coat. rank. Yeah. You know, uh, I always thought I always thought that was Yoko's fur coat, but no, it actually was John's fur coat. Is that, no, it was a coat made of Yoko's shaved hair. You're right. That's exactly <laughs> right. Uh-huh. What kind of hair? Exactly right. Body I'm, hair, Bob. Armpit. All over. You can't just. You got to harvest the whole forest to get that kind of yield. <laughs> That's just wrong. You are great. so unwoke. Uh, hopefully none of the people putting on this highbrow event are yeah. listening to this podcast. Unwoke. That's great. I'm unwoke. I'm putting my business card. Unwoke. A rare virtual Beatles experience. Uh, those recordings were from the Apple Jam rehearsal uh, at the uh, Kirkland Performing Arts Center. And it was all live. So it's amazing stuff. At that the end live. of the show, we're going to play uh, two Twisted Tunes recorded by Rick. He did oh, wait a minute, wait almost wait, wait, wait. single-handedly. Did you got to wash your hands? That was live. No, that was live, and not only that, Spike, but we oh. had to have we had to wear face masks while we sang. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. Yeah, exactly. And that's the first and only time I've ever had, I've ever done that. It's it was un, unbelievably stressful just to try to really? you really get the notes masks? out with, with and the mask from on. the yeah. first time that she done me. <laughs> <laughs> you wore a mouth condom while you did it. Oh, it was just as bad. It was it was. Jesus. It's difficult. That's really weird. Yeah, yeah well, they have to be pizza careful. over a phone with a mask on. It's <laughs> were, there, were there any people in the audience, or there was no, no audience? No, no. Of course the, not. No, there was cardboard cutouts in some of the, the seats. <laughs> Just like the Super Bowl. I, yeah, the yeah. NFL can resell those cardboard cutouts yeah. to events all over the That's country. Right. All right. And talk about a, a strange uh, experience. Because, you know, for my, my whole life, I've, I've played to a live audience, so. Right. Really bizarre. Well, funny. We, we were talking to uh, last week. We had a kind of a Zoom Zoom reunion with the KISW air staff of twenty plus years ago, and Ann Wilson and Howard Lease of Heart jumped on just to say thank you and kind of reminisce in the in the reminiscing. Um, and I asked Ann if they if she had done any virtual play mm. during this whole pandemic. Remember what she said, Bob? She's like, I I couldn't. Yeah. Because there's, there's no air to feed off of. There's well, no, she also no... said, I don't like the whole Brady Bunch thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she was right out there with it. It's yeah. a story. Yeah, She's not she going to do you that. Know, she she probably saw Elton John way. embarrass himself standing at a piano in his backyard. Oh, oh. There's a lot of bad stuff that's been done. There's been some good. 
Yeah. I've seen some good stuff done, but not yeah. much. Chicago did a 25 or 6 to 4 virtually like that. Wow. Which was phenomenal. I mean, phenomenal. Great jam. Yeah. So, Rick, I know we're keeping you. No problem. But um, before, before you go, I want to play one of your Twisted Tunes. Is there one that you especially are proud of besides oh. you got to wash your hands? Holy smokes. There's one I think is the funniest, one of the funniest Twisted Tunes. Well, see, you might have a different idea about... Uh, about yeah. funny? Appropriate. Well, not funny, funny but it's just about <laughs> what one turned out the best as, as opposed to what one was the funniest. Fidelity. Um, yeah. I, I, I want to hear I, which I, one you like the best, and um, I'm going to play the uh, one I want to play because it's short, and we got to move on <laughs> with the show. Oh, okay. Well, this one's but long. At the, at the end of the show, I'm going to play a bunch of them. So you just well, they're me. all they're all short because you know how your audience is. Thanks. No, I'm not. <laughs> you're the one that told me this. That you're the I, I know, that. just like you told me about the piano through the Leslie speaker. I got it. Um, Bob wants to so, play a love song. I know which one Bob wants to yeah. play. Yeah. If I was going to pick one, I would uh, pick, um, uh, I don't even remember the title of it. It was a band on the run, but what's the title of oh, it? Oh, Taliban, Taliban on the run. Taliban on the run. <laughs> we'll play that at the end. In the meantime, okay. it's a love song. For Paul McCartney's ex-wife called. Oh, us. I got you. Okay. I saw her leaning there. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. We did three songs. We did "Got to Get I Rid love, of My Wife." I love this. Got to get rid of my wife. But we also did this one. Rick Labrovich, thank you very much, my man. Uh, Thanks for having me. dot com. Don't miss it. Yeah. Be there or be square online and uh, tell them we sent you. Thanks, Rick. All right, hang on. I was gonna play. Gosh, I had to push these little buttons. Whoops. Oh, I got it. Here we go. The Bob and Zip Show with Ben Kelly. One, two, three, five. Well, Elaine came off clean, and she never had gangrene. But the way she limped, she was no friend. It's no, it's no writer than it was the day we made it. That's beautiful. <laughs> it is just as Dear long today. Cumulus broadcasting. It's very much like when uh, this uh, is Ed oh Kelly, when Bilbo Baggins <laughs> went right into the dragon's lair, basically. 
and tried to steal jewelry from under the sleeping dragon. I Rick, thank not. you very much. So, uh, Spike, I don't see you on my menu. That's so weird. But you're um, here. I've got my, my, my title says Ed Kelly, so I'm trying to be as reserved. I do <laughs> not have editorial control over the content of the That's funny. and Zip show. Uh, you are actually the second Ed Kelly on my monitor, so that's okay. I've always been the second Ed <laughs> Kelly in your life, Bob. You have to tell me that. I've always known that. I've become comfortable wow. with it. Ed was and actually... Joe, Joe hasn't received an invite yet. He texted, so I don't know if you can send I one sent out to him. I sent it to him, but let me send uh, it to okay. him again. Okay. Is he the third Ed Kelly? Tell Joe to look for the third <laughs> <laughs> well, the real Ed Kelly, well, the, please. There, there's no up. reason. My name is Ed Kelly. There's no reason me sending you an invite would have you show up as Ed Kelly, so it makes no sense. That's weird. But I well. didn't get my invite, so you may have sent it to him. <laughs> but I no, it makes you select a name and an email address from this program. So who knows? It's, it's okay. Inside baseball. Anyway, we're all here. Uh, but that was so weird. Spike started talking, and I was like, I only see Ed <laughs> Kelly <laughs> twice. It's my new, it's my new Spike. It's worked on yeah. Spike. You're doing so good, Ed. So good. So when, good. when you think about what we're doing, yeah. I'm in East, you know, proctologist Vermont. Breakwind, Vermont. Yeah. I'm in Breakwind, Vermont. <laughs> Zip is on the outskirts of Boston in Worcestershire uh, sauce. Worcestershire sauce. Yeah, uh, Ed is in Detroit. Yeah. Uh, Joe and Spike are in Seattle, and we just had Rick on from Palm Springs, and we're all on together. The cleanest lines you've ever heard in Seattle. It's awesome. All right, Joe, are you there? Yes, I am. Joe's here, too. Wow. Joe, my buddy. So you guys, uh, Spike and Joe, first off, what's new with you two? Joe, Spike. You go ahead. I usually seem to go okay. first, so fair enough, my friend. Um, I uh, I have been asked to do a job I'm unqualified for, but it's for no money, so I don't feel bad about taking it. You know what I'm saying? It's um, a rare opportunity. Yeah, it's yeah. a rare opportunity to screw up without any kind of recourse whatsoever. No, the uh, my my good friends at the local uh, local union, local uh, pipefitters union, are being besieged by uh, local government. City of Seattle just passed uh, an ordinance saying that from now on, no commercial buildings can be built with gas-powered uh, heating systems. Why? That's going to put about four. Well, it's it's the green new squeal out of Seattle's mayor mm-hmm. in a in an effort to kowtow toward uh, the environmental types. And I get that carbon fuels are dangerous, mm. and I get that fracking is a blight on the land. I get all that, but uh, to but can't we just do it for a little while until I'm dead? <laughs> well, Seattle's booming. Seattle is booming, as yes, you know. Really. It has you know, been. The crane is the official state bird of Washington again. And um, <laughs> seriously, different kind of crane. By the way, that's a joke we've been using for twenty years. It's that's still here, but it's yeah, back. It's like, it's like that's Pat Nixon's handwriting. I know this joke. Come on. Um, well, the the, the city's uh, the city council yesterday voted after just two weeks. So the, the mayor came over with it in late December. Council voted on the second week of February that the, from now on, actually beginning in June, no commercial buildings and no apartment buildings taller than four stories can have piped in uh, gas power heat. So what are they saying? All solar or what's the alternative? They, they want it. Well, they, that's the Joe. That's the million dollar question. They want to just go to the electric grid, which is hydro powered from Eastern Washington. Mm. Washington's already got the cleanest power grid in America because it's hydroelectric. That's right. But it's also killing fish at a record pace because of all the dams eliminating the gas proportion of the electrical grid will 
ramp up need from the electrical grid and blow may, may up. I, may I do an aside for a second? Sure. I know it's boring. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I, no, that wasn't it at all. I wish you were this well read when we were getting paid for it. Oh, I know. Well, no. Ouch! Oh, up in here. I had a different insult for you, but no. It was well, an back, back, back to my long, back to my deleted story, Bob. Well, and I, I don't, I don't find this boring, Spike. Is I mean, I, I am big on gas. I mean, I don't well, understand this we one. We know that. How, so you're not gonna. So how are you going to barbecue? You're not going to barbecue well, with a solar thing or an electric thing. You're gonna. You need gas. I mean, because that, right now, right now it's commercial and it's um, apartment buildings and I guarantee you the next step is single homes now, and Spike, barbecues Joe is right we need yeah. propane damn it God damn it propane Bobby <laughs> um, so no the real thing is they, they want to because I walked in this meeting today the, they, the plumbers union has known me for about five years I was doing commercials for them when I was on air mm. when I left to do digital marketing I did some digital advertising for them with that little company so today they, call, they called me last week said can you come in on Tuesday and said this is what we're looking at how do we stop this legislative crawl from going from just Seattle to King County to Bellevue to Washington State, blah, blah, blah. And they need a full-on PR firm. They need a full-army PR firm. Mm. Public relations, advertising, social media, um, blog writing, guest appearances on various talk show yeah. formats. Right. They need it but, all. So how much are they paying you? <laughs> well, they're not paying me anything. I can't. I said. I said. I wish I could. I can't do all that. You need an army. I said you're in a war and you need an army. Yeah, but and someone has to direct the army, just like the guy who stands up and directs the orchestra. He can't play a fucking note, but he's a conductor. <laughs> See, you've, you've skipped ahead in the movie, Bob. You know, <laughs> where I send them flowers and chocolates and yeah. and roofie their drink. You've missed that fun part. Okay. Um, no, no, you should get paid I'm, for for your. I am. Uh, well, uh, I'm gonna, except for right now. Just well, what what quick. I told them was this. I said, look, I I wish I had the aptitude to do this for you but I clearly see what needs to be done and I know what you guys are trying to accomplish. So let me find the right PR firm for you here in town. I said, my goal eventually is to be your, the union's media liaison yes. to handle not just this campaign, but all, all future advertising but not and recruiting after campaigns. you prove to them you work for free. Well, this is my pro bono audition. Okay. That's my, that's this is my the goal. part where I'm holding my tongue because I've I, spent no, no, no. 30 it's years just, telling you what you should Just because it's the third job I've tried to take on that doesn't pay in yeah. the last two years. I get it. Right. My wife gets it. <laughs> she, she's tired of this well, shit. Well, listen, I rarely agree, but that's I, I know, one but of those here's things. that moment. Yeah. All right. Well, I wish you but well. But that's, that's what's going on. But you know, by the way, uh, you and Joe, the way you're talking, should stop at a Stop the Steel rally on your way to the Pipe Fitters Union. Well, that's Joe's right. I mean, it's you know, it, this is about personal choice. And Seattle City Council, who I've never been a big fan of, you want to talk about the socialist leftist agenda, boy, they get their poster children. Yeah. Um, and, I, and you know me, that's my team I'm rooting against, you know. I'm, uh -huh. I am Mr. Green Deal. I am Mr. Socialist Leftist Except agenda. when it affects you personally. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm not a fan of natural gas, but I'm, I'm not a fan of uh, just cutting off the low-hanging fruit. I don't know why, but I never, you know, I've heard Pipe Fitters Union. I never associated it with natural gas. I thought it was like, does that one look like it fits? Yep. Okay. Yep. It can be in the union. I, I mean, I, I thought it was size. just, I didn't think, realize it was a gas thing. I thought it was more of a plumbing thing or something. I, I guess I never thought about it. Yeah. Gas doesn't yeah, come do. in Amazon smile boxes. It comes in pipes. <laughs> no. Hey, gas is scary stuff, man. Yes. I don't mess with it. I mean, I, I had a guy, you know, had to do some gassing at my house, some pipe running, and I guess I never thought about him, 
you know, being a, a official title, but but you know, I take a crack at at, uh, at a leaky pipe. I might even take a crack at an electric socket. Probably not. But I'm definitely not going to mess with my with gas. my gas. Yeah, you got to have a guy for that. So yeah. Yeah. we got to keep those people employed. I mean, that that just doesn't sound right. Yeah, so we'll we'll see if I can help them find the right crew and fashion that into a into a job, which would be uh, great. Well, that's good. I think you should demand yeah. payment just for even the research, but that's for the, for the as a consultant's fee. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I donate time right now, but that's because I don't, you know, I don't need money. I get. I it. don't. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't. Hey, everyone needs money or wants money, but you're <laughs> okay, right. I don't you have need, money. I get it. Yeah. Don't need it. Yeah, and yeah. so if there's any you don't need, Bob. And you don't need to, oh, oh no, it would be easy to give it away. Trust me, I have heirs. They're aware. So, all right. Well, that's good. Uh, yeah, that's, and that's my little corner of the ex- world. It's exciting. Um, you know, I'm on the I'm on the fence with most issues. Uh, people have asked me about. Well, what about the pipeline? Don't you think Biden shouldn't have stopped that pipeline for all the jobs? And I think, well, you know, when is the right time? to prepare for the future and to, to, you know, to try and clean up the planet. Is there, there's never a right time. It's always tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty I, I convinced just, I'm, I've I bought my last gas car. I mean, I really don't see buying a car that burns gas again. And I, I don't think there will be many to buy other than as collectibles in a decade. I mean, it, it'll always be a hobby to have a hot rod or something, but, uh, I think we're proving pretty quickly there's there's no need to put combustible fuel in a machine to make it go just for transportation purposes anymore. Yeah, but Joe, who's going to do the tune-up on your Thunberg? <laughs> oh, there'll be some some uh, electrical fitters union or something. Somebody <laughs> will know how to do it. You know, I mean, yeah. the. Uh, uh, I, I, like, I, fully, I always like to want to be a diesel fitter. It's the guy that takes the underwear, looks at me, goes, "Diesel fitter." <laughs> it's, it's there's everything's changing very fast, and it's only I mean it, 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 we ain't seen nothing yet. I am convinced of that. So uh, I, I feel bad though for for the pipe fitters for sure. That seems kind of radical. I feel bad still for the buggy whip people. Now they all transferred over to bondage. They're working heavily in the bondage industry. (laughs) Dominatrices. Yeah, you bet, man. They're cracking. Uh, You guys did have a lot of snow in Seattle. I assume most of it's melted by now. Just today. Just today we warmed up and rained a little bit overnight and got cleared out the roadways, yeah. We had a foot, but it was the friendliest snow you'll ever see. I mean, it, it was, was. Uh, for when you say it snowed a foot, and I saw this on the on the national news because they're showing everywhere. I mean, if you're if you're not freezing, you live in Miami. I mean, the whole nation is is under a blanket of a really deep freeze, and they're showing everywhere where it's blowing and blustery, and then they show Seattle, and it's kids sledding and smiling. I mean, we had no wind. We had no, right. you no know, power no outage. power outages, no no nothing. It was, a, And then it even mildly melted away and didn't flood. It was the... It was the biggest and, and least impactful snow Seattle has ever seen. And in uh, Detroit, we had no wind, no rain, or winter's cold. Can't, Can't stop, stop me, baby. No way. No baby. Baby. And I'm, I'm talking to my buddy in Alaska <laughs> yesterday. He's sitting on his porch in his T-shirt. I mean, up in Alaska, it's beautiful right now. So things are turned around a little so bit. So keep fracking. Keep those natural <laughs> gas men working. Yes. No effect whatsoever. <laughs> 
Uh, also, um, Joe had mentioned that he's, and, and this is happening to me in a different way, Joe, but Joe is being tempted by advertising for cruise ships. Oh, no, Joe, don't do it. Don't for me, do it, it's not yet cruise ships. That's still, uh, that's still painful for me to yeah. think about Air, how they Air almost fares. forced me on a cruise. Yeah. Uh, but for me, it's, uh, it's airline flights. Joe, uh, are you saying that for the right deal, you'll play Russian roulette with a deadly virus? Well, I'm a guy who's going to go into a, a building with hundreds of kids who God <laughs> knows where they've been, you know? So what's the difference? At least with the old people, they've probably been taking, you know, a little more precaution. So, I, yeah, I would. It, what I'm noticing is I saw one 289 bucks for a balcony view Caribbean cruise. And oh, I thought, wow. scumboat. Yeah. Well, no, it was a, it was a, a national yes. name brand. And I, by the fruit of a Yeah, leaving Miami. It wasn't a Tempted long cruise. by the fruit and the Like four days, on. you know. But uh, I, I looked at that, and I thought, man, that was cheap. And then I looked, I said, oh, I can't make that date. So the next date, it was 1200 for the same thing. And I think it's like, if you'll get on the first one, they'll just about pay you, you know? And then if it, if it goes good, then you got to start paying. Oh, Mr. Brian, you're in the guinea yeah. pig suite. The, the sparrow into the, or the canary into yeah, the coal yeah, mine. Yeah. The coal mine, yeah. And the other thing I got today was uh, uh, Mariner season tickets. Buy your season tickets. I'm like, Jesus. man, if that guy didn't have a hard enough job before i mean right. now he's got a i mean uh, mariners haven't had a winning season uh since we were what's on more KISW, fun than the losing his team in sports the thought <laughs> of dying from a virus mariner yeah. baseball <laughs> but I, well, I, it's I, fan I, tragic i love it I, and it also uh they they're having concerts they've got them scheduled there at the at the uh, uh at, baseball at where stadium. at safe uh, well, not safe go field anymore but yeah yeah it's t-mobile it. park they have two they have uh, by one the way like- if you name a field shouldn't it be forever <laughs> yes shouldn't it should it be Western? If you if you name it Western Union Park, shouldn't it still be Western Union Park in a thousand years? I think. Well, I I well, would like to think so, but it's yeah. whatever check cashes. Naming I mean, rights, and yeah. obviously, if it was Buggy Whip Park, how good would that be right now? Sure. You know, if they're yeah, we're still playing like it is, so you know. Joe, if we were back on the air, would you sell the naming rights to you? I, I tried that once, uh, but because uh, I never had a tattoo, and I said, you know, for the right amount of money, I would get one. But <laughs> the right amount of money never came. Never came. came Ruth's up, but, Chris, right under. But yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd put my, uh, you know, I'd put a casino in a strategic spot. If the, sure. well, maybe not now, but I would have yeah, back yeah. in. And hey, man, I, I did my pillow spots. I have no soul. Oh, there you go. Oh my you did God, no. Did spots you for that really? guy. Are you, you bet. Kidding? You bet. Wow. When? Hi, I make her from my pillow. I tell you, I chop up baby crib beds to make my pillow. I got no soul. Sometimes the babies are still in the crib, but that's okay. It makes for a good night's sleep, and the cooling helps the factory workers feel better about themselves. <laughs> that's just gorgeous. Uh, One thing Joe, I will say- Joe, I have a thought on the cruises I want to pass on to you. Okay. The cruise might not be a bad idea. And you want to know why? Never be a cleaner boat. Well, you've yeah. got to, if, as long as you can confirm everybody is, you know, I think that, that what they need to offer, I mean, they're offering the free booze and stuff now. I think it's free vaccinations and two weeks in a hotel, then get on the boat. I that's mean, right. That's what I'm thinking. If it's, everybody it's, on the boat is vaccinated 
as Ed said, uh, when uh, Ed, thank you. You can borrow my thunder. Please don't steal it permanently. (laughs) Sorry. But basically, the boat may end up being the safest place. First off, most people on those boats are 80 plus. Yep. So they've all been vaccinated. And they're going to vaccinate you before you go on the boat? Well, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, I plan, I'm hoping to be vaccinated, you know, here in the next few days or at least the next few weeks. But you would think they could come up with lots of creative ways to give you an assurance that you're mingling with pretty well, safe people. You said you were looking at ads and looking at offers. What did they offer in the ads? Oh, they didn't offer like vaccines. They offered everything from balcony view. Uh, free- <laughs> you mean they had buffets and food? Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Free free booze. I mean, all the stuff that I've always lusted for on a cruise. Free embalming. Luxe <laughs> flower package. Complimentary v- v- ventilator. Complimentary. Yeah. Yeah. Real well, brass I'm, handle I'm, caskets. I have never been on a cruise. My wife does not like boats. So the, I, I still to this day have never. I've been on a ferry, but. I've never been on a boat other well, than for transportation it. It or go. fishing. So. I tried. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't just. I couldn't hey, uh, you'd love a cruise, Joe. You really would. You get, First off, it's a great place to get exercise because um, one of the buffets is all the way on the other side of the boat from the other buffet. <laughs> oh, no. That's what I figure. Oh, I mean, awful. it's and, and no matter what side you're on, it just closed five minutes ago. Oh, yeah, they got swimming a, pools everywhere. Great swimming pools, movie stars. Opportunities to exercise. <laughs> That's a beautiful thing. Uh, I wish you luck. I would. Uh, I would say that uh, it's time to think about making reservations for things. Yeah. Um, I had uh, flight reservations to go see the grandchildren on April twentieth. Um, I won't be vaccinated by then. But Lisa will, uh, because, you know, I, when I was a freshman, she was a senior. And, and our state of Vermont is very slow but fair. So they started with just 75. Well, first they did the nursing homes and the workers there. Then they did 75 plus, And today they just opened it to 70 plus, And the next one will be 65 and above. And Lisa can get in there. I won't. I'm going to be 64 and three quarters. And Vermont is going from 65 plus right to people with pre-existing risky conditions. Oh, boy. And so at 64 and three quarters, I'm going to be with general admission. I'm basically going to be on the like on the Titanic where Jack was. I'm going to be in steerage. <laughs> So cold. <laughs> so cold. Yeah. Can you play the Lyme disease card? It's like, but wait a minute. It's not Lyme listed. Disease. So they they listed, and they're very controversial here. It, by the way, every state you're going to be reading all of these articles about how everybody's angry at the governor because that's what happens when there isn't enough of something and everybody right. thinks they should get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, uh, like here, here they are taking care of people with diabetes uh, what is it called? Diabetes two. Type but, two diabetes. Type That's two, me. but yeah, not diabetes that. one. Right. And and the reason is because diabetes one people tend to be a little bit younger, and so they're not taking care of them. That's age. They're, they're good at it. Yeah, they, they're good at it. They've been doing it all their a lives. Long time. I mean, type one diabetes is more of a uh, something you get. So I'm, type two I'm, diabetes is. I'm looking at maybe July. And I told Lisa, you know what? Once you're vaccinated, go see the grandkids. You know, I'll get the I'll get the garden ready and hang out here. And then when I'm vaccinated, I'll go see him. But 
but it's it's frustrating. You know, you're a teacher. You're working with all these kids. They got to take care of you. What does Seattle well, I heard say? the break, breaking news. President Biden said that he goes, "We're going to let the we're going to bump the teachers up in line." Now I don't know how he has any wow. jurisdiction. Did you see that? I don't donations? know who he's talking about. He, yeah, he I don't know who two, we're going to be cutting in front hey, of. But uh, he bought two hundred million extra doses, Joe. Yes. Oh, good. Okay. When you, well, when you got a Hayes. drug buyer like like Hunter in the family, you get stuff done. <laughs> All right, hey Spike, I, I know we have to sing this week. <laughs> Teachers need that the vaccination. vaccination. <laughs> COVID started across the ocean. <laughs> it's actually, that would be very popular. I would that be okay sure with your school if you did that? Oh, I don't know, but I know that speaking of unions, the, the, uh, the, I don't know about the Piper's Union, but yeah. boy, would the teachers' unions love so that. So would it be, would hey, that teachers, leave that Zoom <laughs> alone. <laughs> no, keep your butt at home. Keep your butt back at home. Keep, okay. keep your butts at home. You no, behind the patient. That's still lucky. All right. You <laughs> with the rolled up sleeve. <laughs> Hold still, honey. <laughs> so I'm serious. I'd be a national hit now i'm not one that i'm i was in school today i'm not one that but some are very very much and maybe they're smarter than me deathly afraid of of returning to the building in any way shape or form without a vaccine i'm i i'm a, I, I operate on faith i just kind of go if it, you know uh, I think God will protect me as long as I'm doing good work and mm. I'm wearing my mask. And if he does, how'd that work out for Gandhi, it? by the way? <laughs> for a Drop long time, it worked weight. out all right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I look good. Little yeah. facts. He was kind of murdered, wasn't he? <laughs> well, he, he kind of eventually, but you know, you yeah. put yourself out there. And but we know he know, went to a good I, place. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to mention Jesus cow, or anything. He? But yeah, he came okay. back as a cow. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I, I'm not saying I'm going to be out there and be a. Uh, you know, I'm not out trying to uh, be a, uh, a, a crusader. I'm just saying that I think if I take, I'm not freaked out as much as some. What I'm freaked out about is what's going to happen when we all do come back. Um, not from a health standpoint, but from a freaking out standpoint. Mm -hmm. What happens when you see your friends you haven't seen for a year? By the way, it's been almost exactly a year. Speaking of airlines and stuff, I've got a free ticket to go to New York. It, when when they when when I canceled a trip to New York last March, I said, "Oh, I'll be able to use that easy." Now it's coming up and it's going to expire, and I still can't go to New York. I mean, what airline, Joe? Uh, Alaska. I believe long... I believe they'll honor that past deadline. Yeah, they will. Yeah, they will. Yeah, they can, right? All right, dudes. Yeah. Dudes, we're 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 cruising into tomorrow here in Hooterville, Vermont. Time. <laughs> Keep on fracking in the free world. <laughs> Ash Wednesday. Happy the fracking Ash one is good. Fracking I like the fracking Wednesday. one. Yes. All right. Uh, by the way, listeners, thank you for your support on Patreon. We're trying yes. to put together a few twisted tunes. If you would like to help out, go to Patreon.com/slash Bob Rivers. Don't forget about Rick Lavrovich and. Um, that Beatle thing this weekend. Fab4conjam.com. Fab4conjam.com. Fab uh, .com. Check them out. And uh, and Spike, um, if you have a job that pays, <laughs> <laughs> call me. Give him a shout. Yeah. And Joe, is there anything they could person. do for you? Uh, well, if he wants to be a teacher, there might be lots of openings really soon. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you, you want to roll up your sleeves and get in there and, and – uh, you know, take your chances. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> they, they have this thing called emergency. Uh, uh, I forget what emergency 
essential. Certificate. It's like you can become a teacher really, really quick if nobody else wants to be a teacher. Is that right? <laughs> oh, the yeah. Emergency use authorization applies for teachers. That's great. If you've That's got amazing. 20 kids sitting in a room and you need an adult to watch over them, uh, you can get into the teaching career pretty fast. And, uh, I'm your wicked Uncle Annie. I'm glad you won't see <laughs> Well, you do have to have a. There's several background checks. Yeah. Think about that. You, you can't be on that. You can't be the pedophile in my neighborhood. You can't be on that. There are fingerprints. In fact, I never gave fingerprints in my life till I became a teacher. I never, I never did have to. Right. Morning class. I'm Mr. Tall. Good to hear from you. Right. Uh, guys, thank you very much. Uh, Spike and Joe, always great. Uh, when we come back uh, for Friday's show, we'll pick it up on. Uh, did Neil Armstrong fake the moon landing? We started on that today. <laughs> Seriously, it's, it's fake news. We never, we what? never got to. I have oh. found a group on the internet that believes it was fake, and so I, oh. I believe you should pay attention to stuff, even if you don't believe it. That's why I watch Tucker Carlson twice a week. <laughs> Tucker oh Carlson, <laughs> really? So, all right, you guys all be right. well. Uh, we're going to go out with the song that Rick Lovrovich requested. A wonderful song parody. Uh, about the Beatles, well, it was the Beatles uh, song, but he did this about the Taliban. Remember this one? The Taliban on the run. Inside these cave walls Hiding for the winter Dinner time is no fun Good job! Nice again Tasty most come on We're screwed Oh, summer Screwed
featuring Rick Lavovich and, of course, Spike there as uh, every possible racist. stereotype of a Middle yeah. Eastern person you could come up with. <laughs> <laughs> I am I so embarrassed by that. <laughs> no, you're not. Oh, no. It's, it was, uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, I get most of my news from uh, pay uh, premium channel shows. Mm. So everything I learned from Homeland tells me that none of that worked. <laughs> that worked. Homeland. Yeah, it did not work. The whole Afghanistan thing, we did our best, but we, we really were pucky. Up. Be well, everybody. Thank you, bro. The world's gone crazy, and we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip.